Welcome to the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. What is going on, everybody? What's good? All right, so we're just going to get right into it. This is Merit at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 1, Lone Stars No More. All right, so this is the first official episode. Last episode was the matchmaking, so we got all our couples. Um, Some I like, some I do not. If you want to know which are those, uh, just go back to the last episode and probably listen to the last five minutes. No, 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 last ten minutes, sorry, because I forget. I have the uh, self-reflection card game. So, um... Yeah, so listen to that. But also, continue listening to this story because I will go into depth why I don't like the people that I don't like. All right. So, that's at the beginning. So, for, and so we're going to start right now. Let's do it. So, the episode starts up 14 days to the wedding. So, our first couple up is uh, Mirla and Gil. So, um... Uh, Mirla is a little bougie, all right, and throughout the episode, she will continue to get on my nerves, <laughs> because remember, um, when we saw her in the matchmaking special, I was like, man, she's really saying some really awesome things, and, um, I would love to share a life with somebody who also said those things. Let me see if I can go back and uh, see what she said. Um, oh, yeah, she was like, I want to have someone, any, I want to have someone so I could be like, hey, look, it's raining. Let's cuddle or like, let's watch a TV show or let's read a book. I want someone I can talk to and share my memories with. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. But then it's cool. What I like about this show is like, I like how, not to say what they're saying is wrong or they were lying, but it, and I don't want to say like their answers are prepared. And it's not to say that what they're saying isn't truthful, but it's like when you're put in into the reality of the situation you just start acting like you normally you as opposed to sitting in an interview and saying hey this is what i like this is who i want to be with but then when you're just normally you you just see this other side not necessarily not necessarily an opposite side of you but just another side and that's what I love about the show because you do see that with a lot of people and you're like, wait a minute. Oh, you're really like this? Mm, I don't know. And that's what Mirla um, brings to me and brings to light in, in how, how the way that I see it. Um, yeah, so like Mirla is a little bougie, but we already knew this. Like she like loves her body. She loves um, taking pictures and stuff like that. that I mean, that's... I guess okay there's there's nothing wrong with like loving yourself but there could be something wrong with um 
loving yourself a little too much, you know, so. But, yeah, she says she likes matching her outfits in the gym. She gets her uh, lashes done every week. Um, Botox, too, because she wants to look like J-Lo when she's 50. And um, that's what's going on right now. I mean, J-Lo celebrated, I don't think maybe it was like her 52nd birthday or something like that. And she's been in the news with, you know, Ben Affleck. And I don't know, she's on a yacht, whatever. And he's recreating that shot that he did in on Jenny from the block, you know, when she's laid out in the sun in a bikini and he's like grabbing her ass unapologetically. So he, he recreated that and everyone's going crazy. Like, Oh my God, he's doing the same thing that he did like 37 years ago. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so she, um, so she's at, I guess, lunch or dinner with her friends and they're asking her, okay, what's your short list? What's your what's your short list of the the type of man that you want? And um, she says, you know, a man who delves in faith, tall, dark, and handsome, and bearded, of course. Um, a guy who can enjoy the same lifestyle I enjoy. And then her friends say, okay, um, she's picky, and she has a certain. And she has to have things a certain way. If I and she says, if I have to short, if I have to, um, like change my lifestyle, then that will be a problem. And of course, we all know that mean. We all know what that means. I mean, Dr. Dre is going through it right now with his divorce with his wife, well, his ex-wife. You know, she has maintained a lifestyle and she wants to keep it. And you know what? I understand. I understand that women can't go back in lifestyle. And that's mainly a lot of people too. But um, is this lifestyle of importance? That's another thing too. Because you have to understand where the, all these women who come from like, oh, they, they really hearken and focus on the lifestyle aspect lifestyle 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 i'm not changing my lifestyle i'm not changing my lifestyle they usually come from a poor background that sucks because like yeah me too i mean i'm poor i'm not that poor but i mean i'm you know i me personally i'm living paycheck to paycheck so i consider that poor but by no means am i like down in the dumps you know i have a freaking podcast i have a video game console i live in a house I mean, I live in an apartment complex. We're okay. Can we do better? Absolutely. And would I ever want to go back to this if, let's say, I were to have my own house or even my own apartment, a bigger apartment and a house? I mean, and a, 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 my own car instead of using my father's car? N- no, I would not want to go back to this. But you have to understand like what were the things that i was saying she gets her eyelashes done you know um she um you know matches outfits in the gym she you know she likes jewelry and all that stuff it's like are those you're you're not ready to like relinquish those things those superficial frivolous things we're not saying that you're like oh um if you can't keep up with your lifestyle you have to go back to riding the bus 
as opposed to driving in your car. You know what I mean? And she says she goes shop in the matchmaking matchmaking episode. She said that she likes to go shopping once a week and just buy stuff. So like now she's not even buying things for a necessity. She's just buying things because she can. And it's like that's the lifestyle that you're contingent upon losing a great partner for. Oh, I can't go to Neiman Marcus every week. I can't go to Lane Bryant every week. I can't go to Tiffany's every week. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. I need to see what the new fashion line is. I need to get the newest whatever. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's different. But again, when you're poor and you get to not even being rich but able to afford things, your mind is warped. And you're like, no. This is this is what I've always wanted and no one is going to take that away from me. And I understand that, but you also have to understand the perspective of what's going on and if that's really important or if it's more deep rooted or deep seated. And in this case it is. And I don't know if let's say somebody were to come along that was maybe on the frugal side or cheap side that you shouldn't automatically think that he's not worthy of you or not worthy of love because he could be the best thing out there for you. That's my opinion. Um, And then, you know, one of the friends asks, you know, hey, what if he's cheap? And she's like, oh, hell nah. We're not going, we're not going with cheap y'all. So already she's already like, nope, cheap. Mm-mm, I'm good. Um, and then they say it's not about what you need no it's about what you need not what you want and they say maybe you need someone cheap for your because of your high maintenance and it's true you need a balance because it's like okay let's say you do want to keep your lifestyle which is i guess fine and some dude encourages your lifestyle so now you're just spending money just because you got money just to spend, spend, spend. And you're not saving. You know, what I, what happens for a rainy day? You're like, oh, no rainy day money. But hey, I got these cool ass red bottoms. You know, ooh, I got myself a Birkin bag. But can I, I don't know, can I pay insurance this month? You know, oh, but I look good. I look good in my repossessed car. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get it. I get it. I don't know. And then and then she gets freaked out. So she's like, so I need someone to not let me go shopping. And it's like, yeah, Marilla, it's called compromise. And people are like, I compromise. She's like, I compromise. And they're like, no, no, you don't. So she she sounds like a little bit of a Bri- uh, Brianna from last season. Um where she has to have things her way so uh, i don't know like hearing those things from her did not bode well for me anyway but i mean who am i i mean i'm not going out with her but but like um i just i I just didn't like hearing that so like she she definitely went down and she was going to be my freaking you know boo of the show but mm -mm, nah she's not she does not she does not sound cool with me 
Mm-mm. So next is uh, Michaela and Zach. So Zach's mom. So he's with. They're at dinner. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. And this is. Is this the part where they say that they're all? No, no, no. They would have known already. So, um. Oh no, no. Not everybody knows, because. Uh, whatever, uh, whatever. So, um, it's Michaela and Zach, and uh, so Zach's. Zach is with his parents and his brother. I think they're at dinner, and um. Zach's, mo- you know, Zach. Zach tells his parents that they found him a match. The mom starts crying, and the dad, you know, he starts freaking out, like, "What? Like, you're really going through this?" And then. Um, Zach's mom is like, love isn't everything. You have to be committed to it because, you know, Zach has this ideal of what marriage is. And, um, he's saying, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. And, and she's like, no, I mean, that's, that's great that you're ready, but like love isn't everything. You have to be committed to it because marriage is a roller coaster. It doesn't go, you know, it doesn't go from low to high and keeps going high there's hills and valleys you know and he says that um he has an ideal of what he wants but um yeah he has an ideal of what he wants zach has an ideal of who he wants but uh never lives up to no one ever lives up to the ideal and his longest relationship has been nine months so that's crazy. My longest relationship was four years. And, um, you know, that would have ended, ended up in marriage. And this guy believes that he's ready. And he his longest relationship has been nine months. But now, I don't know. Maybe he could be. Maybe he could be ready. I mean, because you have to understand it gets broken it get you have to understand that it gets broken down into two categories if he's ready emotionally slash mentally and if he's ready financially you know so i forget what he does for a living let's um let's see let's see what he does Zach is 27 oh and he's in finance he's good <laughs> he's fine he's in finance he he literally deals with money um so he should be all right financially but the, my thing is i don't know if he's good emotionally because again he's only his longest relationship has been nine months but let's say he has 10 let's say he's had 10 relationships that have gone six months like what do you, what is the what is the requirement to know that you're ready for marriage how did i know i was ready for marriage you know or what marriage or the kind of marriage that people keep telling me about because for me i think i i was along the same lines with zach where it's like i don't know if i was necessarily ready for marriage but i knew i was ready to love someone for the rest of my life 
and that was the person that I proposed to, my ex-fiance. And that was it. That's all I cared for. That's all I cared about. You know? But of course, marriage is a whole slew of things. It's a whole it's an it's an all encompassing thing where you need to be financially ready. Where are we gonna live? What are we gonna do? Do we have the jobs to sustain this type of life that we're creating for ourselves? Life insurance, beneficiaries, what's going on with all that? You know? Those things that were not I was not ready for. And this is why I'm single today. Because I wasn't ready. Um so I don't know. And um the parents are like and Zach is like, Yes, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to be a husband. And then Zach's parents are like, No. And then the dad is like, How are you ready to be a husband if you've never been a husband? And I get what he's saying, but at the same time, fam, how did you know? You weren't a husband either, but you did it. <laughs> you know, you still got married and you, you know, I, I, I have no idea how his life transpired, but he raised an awesome son. You know, how did you know that you were ready? And even if, and even if Zach's dad was ready, clearly there's no preventative measure that you can do to not still experience the peaks and valleys of what marriage is you know so it's either not damned if you do damned if you don't but it's more like shit's gonna happen anyway so well i guess it is damned if you do damned if you don't because <laughs> i think the best way to do is to prepare yourself for it and then just go ahead so i think i mean sure zach is doing it in a very unorthodox way but i say zach's zach is just as ready as zach's dad was when zach's dad got married i mean engaged or whatever you know he's still gonna experience the same peaks and valleys just different ones because of the time that we're in yeah that's about it yeah so and then um you know the mom starts crying and then zach starts crying too he's like man i knew this was gonna happen with you know zach's mom crying and then he's like i know i know no woman is good for your children and the mom doesn't necessarily agree or disagree with that statement, but I've heard that like like no like no woman is gonna be good for the mom to 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 be with their son, you know. And she's like, I love you, but I don't want no random woman for my son neither, you know, which makes sense. But I, I think Michaela. Well, actually, no, I don't think Michaela and Zach can be a good couple. But <laughs> um, and the reason why I say that is because for one, she's thirty. He's 27. So as we saw with Karen and Miles, my, uh, Karen always saw Miles as a little boy as opposed to a man. 
and I think that's what's I think that's what's gonna happen here too. As soon as as soon as she doesn't even need to find out what the age is, she's just gonna feel it. They're like, okay, this guy's younger. How am I gonna rely on him? How can I make this guy my dad? <laughs> or how can I feel secure like my dad made me feel secure? And I think that's an impossible feat because you know a dad a dad has a different love than a partner let alone a let alone a stranger has so i don't know why innately women want the security of a father when that guy is completely different you know what i mean i don't know it, it's fascinating to me i need to like do some research on that because he, he can't he can't give you the love that your father gives you because that's your dad you know um completely a father's love is completely different than a husband's love or partner's love you know so i don't know why you guys are comparing it to that but maybe at the same time maybe that's why men ask for support from their significant others because that's maybe that's what we got from our mothers too but i don't know is it a double standard because i don't know i can um i think it's okay to ask for support from your partner but we're not asking you to be our mothers either but i don't know but anyway Oh yeah, so um yeah, I think Michaela's gonna think Zach is young. Um, cause, well, because he is young, and she's when she finds out that he's only been in a relationship, a nine month relationship. I mean, his longest relationship is nine months. That's gonna be bad. Um, she's also stubborn. She likes to get her way, and she has said that if she doesn't get her way, she throws a temper tantrum. So that's going to be interesting um and i don't think he'll be able to handle that because he doesn't seem he seems sensitive he doesn't seem like an alpha let's say like uh gill is um i i think i think i'm not saying that they would have been a better couple but i think if michaela was with gill she would feel the masculinity like oozing from him and she would be like fine but i think michaela is going to see zach as like a brother as opposed to my king you know but we'll see we'll see i don't know um but that's my take um so yeah michaela is um at i don't know where she's at but she's with her sisters and one of the um uh, one of her sisters is married and they all agree that all the sisters agree that um michaela is the stubborn one that she is super stubborn and um Yeah, they they all agree, and she gives this face like, what? 
well, what do you mean? And they're like, please don't try to pull any charades or whatever. Like, yes, you're the stubborn one. Um, and then, you know, they go back to like the, oh, like, why am I single? For the most part, it's not my fault. So that's good. So there's that. So there's no accountability. Um, she thinks that her being single is not her fault. So, I mean, come on, that that's pretty bad. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take some accountability, you know, like for me, like I've been taking accountability, um, clearly, I mean, I know that not, yeah, that not completely everything is my fault, but there are certain things that are my fault. I, I couldn't step up to the plate to be a man for my ex-fiance. That is my fault. That is not her fault. I mean, I don't like it that she left. I feel that we could have worked things out. But at the same time, you know, there, there were just things that were completely against us. So it wouldn't have worked anyway, even if I was financially stable. But I know that some of that is my fault. I know that. And some of the things in my other relationships I know is my fault. But to just say that for the most part it's not my fault. So that's good. Like really? So you're just the perfect partner just waiting for that other perfect partner to recognize that you're perfect and then you can live your perfect lifestyle? I don't like that. I don't like those um, rose-colored glasses that you have on. But okay. Um. So while she's doing her um assessment, her seven hour assessment for getting on the show, um, I I free I froze frame the screen so I can see what she wrote, and it said, you know, oh, uh, self describe yourself a self a self description. So this is good to see what she says about herself so we can see if, you know, how she describes herself rings true throughout the season. And or, obviously, we got to keep herself accountable (laughs) to, to her actions. So she says, I like that I'm fun, down to earth, and I have a neutral mood. I listen well, remember things, and care deeply. I truly believe in leading with kindness, integrity, and acts of service. Oh, okay, acts of service. She knows her love language. That's great. Um, if I can help, I will. All right. Uh, I mean, that description is very good. Who wouldn't want to have somebody like that? But let's see throughout the season if she keeps that same energy in reality in 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 the trenches all right so now we have uh johnny and bow bow how you like me now you know okay so johnny admits he's ocd he's been without a girl for seven years and he says that he needs to be in control of the situation which is bad (laughs) um and he says that he likes it when they're more into him than he is into them. Um, he likes them to make the first move, which, I mean, I agree with. 
but the other situation the the last sentence where he likes it when they're into him more than he is is because um what was it he um he he's been burned so many times for putting his first foot forward that now he likes to get the quote-unquote guarantee that that person likes him and then he'll put himself forward like he's always has but now he's just more reserved because of the rejection which i completely understand and i get um yeah and he like he likes for the girl to say he loves him first for again for the same reason he's not trying to put himself out there and have his big matzo ball hanging out for no reason you know um yeah because he says right here um i like i like i like the girl to say i love you first because i might expose myself and then that could hurt my feelings i understand i mean i I get it i get it same thing with me i get it so there's 13 days left and uh bows with her brothers um dow and son dope names um and um she says that she's been on many first dates um no 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 i'm sorry i don't know what this is but she says that she has many excel sheets because she's just addicted to that format of information she's awkward she's had many first dates but she's always she always thinks that there could be someone better out there for her so she's really stuck on that um Brett and Ryan, Brett and Ryan are next. Um, Ryan has dated 50 plus people in three to four years. That's crazy. So that's like, you know, I, I tried to do the math and I'm horrible at math. So please don't make fun of me. But um, that's 12 people a year. Um, And one, one person a month, essentially. So that's crazy. Um, But with him with ryan you know he's on the sensitive side that maybe a lot of people wouldn't know but he grew up in the country um he loves the notebook and he makes pies he likes to bake so i mean that's a good sensitive side so there you go ryan kind of has the um qualifications that michaela wanted in a renaissance man because michaela wants an everyman i'm not an everyman a renaissance man who does everything because she wants somebody who can like fix a car and and bake a pie or something like that and ryan seems like he could i mean he bakes pies so there you go and he seems pretty uh masculine too i forget what what is his job um um what is ryan's job i know he's freaking loaded oh he's an oil and gas liaison you know so he makes a lot of bread so i mean i mean that's close enough isn't it to the ruggedness the rugged and the sweet that she wanted so maybe they should have put put her with uh ryan but uh where am i at so yeah so he meets with his parents and his sister and his sister is like super jealous but not jealous well what did he say she could be jealous because she's always ragging on Ryan's like 
dating skills or I guess lack of and he knew that she was going to go crazy once he announced that how he was going to get married and then he does and then true to form she does go crazy and then the parents are like man like why can't my kids be normal um because I guess that they, they they always do these unconventional things and Ryan kind of gets upset and yeah the the, the sister is grating too <laughs> the sister was definitely grating to hear like oh my god he would do something like this he's so crazy I'm like oh my god shut up <laughs> but yeah anyway rachel and jose uh rachel uh rachel's last relationship ended six months ago which is i don't know i don't know how you can go from six months to like you know what i want to get married so i mean but i get it though they, they they don't necessarily forget but it's just like it's not that like hey i want to get married but it's like you're gonna find if i write these things down about the perfect partner that i want and you're going to try and find that person for me yes i want that i think that's how people uh rationalize with themselves what why they're doing married at first sight especially when it comes to like these things where like oh yeah my last relationship was six months ago it's because it's like listen okay i need or not even not even need i've been having such a horrible time in the dating scene i just want to find my person and go you know and i think that's how people rationalize with themselves which i get it because yeah this is insane six months your last relationship was six months ago and now you want to get married but that's that's how it is you know um so they had her last relationship it was like long distance and then they quarantined together during covid and then she found out that he was being unfaithful for like nine months and i'm like damn how are you unfaithful during quarantine <laughs> Like, how does that even happen? You're literally living with each other and not supposed to leave. So how the hell did you do that? That is a magician. Was she dating David Copperfield or David Blaine? Like, what is going on? How do you do that? Crazy. But then she tells her friends that she's getting married and they're like, all right, well, be careful because you know, like you, you rarely speak up and... um you're just so accommodating to your partner that you don't speak up for yourself and that might be an issue because jose loves to oh maybe well yes that might be an issue because jose loves constant communication so maybe at first it'll be bad because she doesn't say anything or just you know gives up her voice and lets him do the decisions or she does speak up and he's happy about that because she is speaking up and it's like okay yeah we'll do it we'll do it your way no problem babe you know because that's what he wants he wants to, he wants to be the one that's accommodating because he wants the he wants to know what's going on so that's good um so jose is freaking he's this dude is stacked and i'm not even talking about like muscle wise or whatever but I mean, he, he said that he's definitely ready for marriage because he's graduated college. He's got a master's program. 
Um, he works flight. He he's a flight missions specialist for NASA. He bought and paid for two homes, paid off his truck and his student loans. So it was like, that's the thing. When I was talking about Zach earlier in the in, in this episode, there you go. There's two. There's two trains: the emotional slash mental and the financial. If you're ready for marriage, and clearly. He's ready for marriage. He's done all those things. He is ready financially for marriage. Now it's just the socially. Um, so like he, yeah, he's, you can't deny him. Just the same thing with Greg. Greg, I okay? I know I probably said that super wrong. Um, I forget which season in Married at First Sight. But he had, he had a house. He had a whole, he had like a four or five bedroom house to himself. Because that dude was just ready for that person to just whoever his wife to just come in and live there because he was ready he was ready financially um yeah so yeah so jose is definitely ready and um on the question on the same questionnaire that uh michaela was given he gets a question that says, have you ever been passionately in love before? And he writes, I have not ever been passionately in love, but I was very much in like with someone. And I like that. I like that distinction. But that's crazy, too, because I, I don't know. He's 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 up there in age. I think he's like 34, 35. And he's never. Well, let's well, hold on. Let's 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 uh confirm that. How old this guy is. Um, yeah, he's 35 and he's never been in love before passionately or whatever, but 35, I don't know, man, that's, that's, that's a suspicion because like with last year with, um, Haley, Haley and one of her friends, she was saying, um, what was she saying? (sighs) She was saying, Oh, one of her red flags was that this guy, uh, Jacob, who would be her eventual husband, said that, I think she was like, okay, 38 and 39 and never, I guess it's kind of the same thing, but he's never like been married or anything like that. I mean, he's not divorced or something. So I was like, wait a minute, you think that's weird being 38 and 39 and single? Um, I don't know. That's definitely debatable, but for you to be. 35 and not ever have been in love before like you've you've never like loved any of your partners that's kind of weird to me i don't know why again i don't know his history i don't know how many people he's been with and for how long but to not be in well maybe well i mean maybe he hasn't had time i mean look look at look at what this man has been doing you know, graduated college, master's program, flight mission specialist for NASA, bought and paid for two homes, paid off his truck and student loans. Maybe he hasn't had time for love because he's he, he's been setting up his future as a single person. You know, he, he's, he said he set himself up financially very, very well. So now since he has reached this plateau, he's like, OK, now I can go and search for my wife so maybe he just really hadn't had time to fall in love with people 
I guess now I guess now that that what he says is correct, I was very much in like with someone because maybe he doesn't have the time, maybe he was just a player. But someone caught his eye. Someone made him slow down a bit. But I guess he never like fell in love and was like, you know what, nah, I'm good because I got this other shit I got to do. I don't have time for this. So now he does. So, okay, I guess it makes sense considering all the stuff that he's been doing. Um, so, yeah, so now we go back and forth. Um... So um, John, they go back to Johnny. Johnny wants his dad to be a part of the wedding process. And the dad is like, no, because he's a very traditionalist person. And he thinks this is too unorthodox. And he's good. And Johnny starts crying because he wants his dad to be there. Because him and his dad, they don't have a falling out. But they have a very, very particular relationship with each other. It's not like, it's not like hey, he's my dad. He's like, no, he's father and he's patriarch. So... This is what he does. So they have a very interesting relationship. So it's it's uh, 10 days till the wedding. Um, Yeah, uh, Johnny's crying profusely because he wants his dad's approval. Um, And it, and it is funny to me because I wrote in my notes. It's funny and interesting to me to see how far someone can be accomplished and still how we see that we're still all little kids because johnny is he's an established person you know he's his own man and all that stuff but like he's crying because he still wants his dad's approval you know i would have been like yo fuck my dad man i'm getting married the fuck (laughs) you know but it's, it's just so weird how we just still keep those dynamics in our head so you can imagine the dynamics that are in our parents head it's like okay i don't care how grown you are you're still my kid you're still my seven-year-old samuel you know and no matter what we do we're still the little kid and i certainly don't like that because i'm 41 don't treat me like i'm 13 (laughs) yeah and that's the that's the feelings that i always get when i deal with my parents um and i hate it but it is just so funny like even with um even with johnny he's a grown man but he still wants his dad's approval it's very interesting so now we get to the round table and uh not literally but this is the first time that the women of the season are going to meet each other for the first time so uh mirla admits that she's an ambient vert and doesn't have many friends at this age and she says it's hard to make friends at at this age and i think she's like 30 something she thinks she's 35 no I don't, mm, hold on she's uh was it mirla mirla she's 34 mirla is 34 so i mean yeah i guess um Oh, uh, they, you know, they ask each other what, um, what don't you want in your man? And she's like, uh, Bao is like, oh, someone who's egotistical and a class clown. And she's being hooked up with Johnny and Johnny is very much a class clown. (laughs) Um, 
and um they're, yeah they're just worried about what you think the relationship's gonna be and they're like oh my god you know i gained weight during covid and they're like oh my god me too this is so crazy <laughs> and um rachel is worried about gaining all this confidence during covid but then what if the person that she's with tears that confidence down and they're worried about that too and um somebody asks like what are your deal breakers and rachel's like someone who's aggressive and controlling michaela says if he doesn't if he doesn't want kids and if he smokes that's that mirla says income (laughs) she's like i want him to afford to do things i'm not changing my lifestyle and then the whole table agrees like yep that's right you shouldn't change yourself girl Mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that of course they're gonna freaking agree with her freaking echo chamber man just listen to your own selves like i don't know man that whole income thing and see that's what makes me scared and this is why this is why i don't put myself out there because again i live with my parents i'm 41 and i drive my dad's car what if 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 these women are putting income and financial status at the top of their list why would i even bother trying to date if this is what they think about you know and i'm not even talking about these whatever these five women who all agree on that it's like there's a lot of women out there on social media all that stuff who are applauding that type of mentality i can't necessarily say it's wrong i can really get it money makes the world go round you know cash rolls everything around me <laughs> i get it i get it so it's like i don't know why people are saying oh martini you're so great you're so awesome blah 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 okay that's great but guess what doesn't matter it doesn't matter because nobody wants who i am they want stability they want money they want income you know so i could be great all i want but if i don't have that paper i'm not even being looked at so there's that um uh the girls ask you okay who's going in for the kiss and Marilyn says nope I'm, I'm gonna take it slow and i hate it when people say that i want to take it slow because it's like bitch you are getting married at first sight you don't even know if your man has lips <laughs> and you're saying you you're not gonna kiss him like why not <laughs> You're getting married to somebody that you don't know, and now you want to take it slow. But um, Brett was saying, "Oh, I want it." And I was like, "Go ahead, Brett." Um, Bao says that Mirla is more rigid than the rest, and good observation, Bao, because she is. Um. So um, Brett says, "Oh yeah," Brett admits that. Hey. Um, she hasn't had sex in two years or whatever and they're like whoa and she's like yeah if I'm not in a relationship you're not getting any ass and I was like mm, okay I mean I guess that gives more of a uh, more of a not a reason but more of an insight 
to her decision of not even having a kiss in two years and definitely not having sex in two years because it's like she's not into casual sex okay that i guess that's a more plausible explanation as to why because she's freaking hot you know with her red hair and blue eyes and slamming body because it's like okay you know if she's not in a relationship she's not getting any ass okay i can understand you not being in a relationship for two years but i i still don't get why you're holding that as a an award like hey look guys i haven't had sex in two years so <laughs> like it's because you don't want it <laughs> like that's that's the only reason why it's not that you can't get it it's because you didn't want it that's not the same <laughs> you know like that, that that's not the same the long since since me initially having sex the longest time that i went was three years without it and that's because i couldn't get it i'm not and i'm not saying that i should get an award but it's like okay whoa damn you had sex in three years there yeah there you go brett like and and everybody and anybody else listening out there that like have you done that (laughs) what was your long when what was your longest time that you didn't have sex after you know your initial having sex whenever that was you know how long how how what was the duration from when you when you stopped having it to when you had it again since your first time give me that for me it was three years and trust me i've tried okay so i don't want to hear anything brett like you're some sort of like martyr like oh i'm gonna give myself up for what i'm sure i'm sure every day that you went on those days those guys would have want to fuck you but you didn't want it so that doesn't count you don't get an award for that you know um but yeah so we established my boo of the season which is bow my bitch of the season is michaela y'all you thought it was gonna be merla it's not <laughs> it's gonna be michaela i i believe that she will be the bitch but i mean it could be it could go back and forth Mila and michaela but i'm leaning towards michaela and um me i'm a combination of zach and johnny because johnny's very goofy and stuff like that very awkward zach is very reserved and emotional and i'm all those things just like season 11 i was miles and bennett yeah i definitely see myself in both those gentlemen I don't know who I was in last season. I don't know if I was anybody. I don't even. Oh yeah, well, I was like, I don't even remember who was last. It was in last season. Yeah, I don't think I was any of those guys. I'm not. In, I'm not like any of those guys. We go to um, the boys' uh, roundtable now, and um, it's so funny because like everybody's all together and everyone looks like like you know stalwart gentlemen, and then there's Johnny at the end looking all goofy. <laughs> And Lanky, oh, it's so funny. And um, Zach is like, "What do you want in your woman?" And then Gil, and this is where this is where Gil shows his true colors. I don't want to say true colors, but I'm like, "Oh, 
this is how you are because I liked Gil too. I liked the things that he was saying about his partner and all that stuff. But then Gil's like, yeah, I want a chick with less than a thousand followers on IG. I don't, I don't want no IG model and they're into, and then they're into themselves. Um, I need someone more centered. I'm like, mm, well, Mirla is definitely into herself. I don't know if she has more than a thousand followers, but, um, she does. What's it called? Um, I mean, I'm not saying she's an IG model, but she can be. She definitely can be. Um, and Johnny says something weird here. Johnny says, I want someone someone kind of clingy. He says, maybe psycho clingy is okay. And the re- again, the reason why he says that is because he wants that girl. He wants to know that that girl is into him as opposed to not necessarily figuring it out, but like just not knowing. Like he, he doesn't like not knowing. So if she's clingy, he knows, okay, all right, she does like me. This is great. Or she wouldn't want to be with me all the time, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, that person is clingy. I don't like get off me. You know, I don't want that. Jose says he wants someone who's simple, classy, humble, no IG model, thick, educated, teamwork, constant communication. Those are very specific and that is a very long list. (laughs) I mean sure it's possible to get this person um but damn (laughs) Uh, but actually i mean rachel is pretty much all that as opposed to the constant communication she lacks that um and maybe the teamwork but other than that she's all that she's all that stuff uh ryan wants a good human a good person she's gonna have to be a confident person and i'm going to have to tell her a lot of stuff meaning what like i didn't i didn't get that i think like and i'm gonna have to tell her a lot of stuff like like i don't know like like to me that sounds like not force but i'm gonna have to tell her a lot of stuff like what does that mean like he's is he gonna like bark orders to her she has to comply you know she's gonna have to like take it or something i don't get it that was really weird. I mean, he 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 had me until like that part. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, and I think Zach asked, "What are you most worried about? What are you most worried about? And when do you know you're in love?" Um, Ryan says, "When you care about their, when you care about their time more than yours." And Gil says, "When you're one hundred percent vulnerable." that's when you know you're in love and i respect that that's that's a good that's a good one um it's called gill says um oh yeah this is in response kind of to the thing like you know are you going to kiss the person and gill's like listen i want to kiss yeah sure this person is a stranger but i'm marrying a stranger i want to fucking kiss and this is in response to mirla's oh no i'm taking it slow i'm not i don't want to kiss and it's like that's that's going to be an awkward an awkward moment (laughs) when that happens you know um so it's now it's nine days before the wedding and and this is the part of the season where everybody tries on the dress and the suits and and all that good stuff um and zach says i wanted to get married at 25 i think he's 27 now and i'm like why does this guy have a 
set thing. I mean, I guess a lot of people do. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Um, I remember when I was 20, no, I remember I was, maybe I was like 25, 26. And I was like, if I don't make it into the entertainment industry by 28, I'm just going to forego it. And I'm like, wow, I'm 41 now and I'm still trying to get into it. And I'm like, why did I want to, why did I want it then? Why did I want it so bad then? And I wouldn't accept it if I got it afterwards. You know, I've learned so much in that time. And I feel that I'm in a better standing now about getting into the entertainment industry than I was before at, at 25, 26. So I don't understand why I gave myself that arbitrary timeline when there's a lot to learn, you know? And I'm sure what I have wanted to start back then and have been in the industry for 20 years, sure, definitely. But, you know, life happens. Life gets in the way. Life happens. And... I'm glad that I haven't given it up because I'm having a ball right now and I want to get further in life. So this is just great for me. But yeah, for Zach, I mean, again, he's young, he's 27 and he's like, yeah, I wanted to get married at 25. I don't know why, but he had his reasons. And while Michaela is trying on her dress, she's like, I hope my man is slender, basketball build, deeper voice, bigger hands, you know, all this arbitrary shit. Um, but Zach fits all that, so that's good. But I still think that she's gonna think that he's young. Um, and also, see, Zach says everything that I do, I feel like I'm not good enough. You preaching to the choir, Zach. Preaching to the choir, and that's gonna be um, that's gonna that's gonna hurt him, I think. So um, uh, cause he's he's insecure. Uh, so. Johnny and Bao. Okay, we're yeah, we're up to Johnny and Bao with the whole like dress up uh, dress and um suits and all that stuff. So we find out that Johnny was never hugged as a child and his mom never said I love you. So like when somebody was giving him props saying like, "Yo man, like we're I'm so happy that you're doing this in your life and all that stuff." And he's like, "Oh. Oh my god." Like he started to like well up cuz he's like, "Wow, I'm, I'm, no one has you know, I, I've never got that adoration before. I'm like, damn, that sucks, man. Like, you are definitely filling in the Asian stereotype where the Asian parent does not give you any love. You're just there for duty and there, and there for purpose. You don't get any hugs or get, get said, I love you. You're just created to carry on the legacy and do well financially and then that's it like that's horrible man good lord um <laughs> bow mom bow's mom uh, her roommates and friends say that she's very picky so that's a that's an ongoing thing with her um so there's four days until the wedding um so this is um the like bachelorette bachelor party type thing and i think yeah they both are pretty much having a stripper party, the bachelors and the bachelorette, obviously in different places. And Mirla saying, this isn't my ambiance. And that just reminds me of, um, season 10, maybe no season 11 with, uh, Henry Christina. Christina was the one they were having a party with strippers there. She's like, oh my God, I don't like this place. I mean, I, I get it. No, no, nobody is 
all of the strippers, but like I think the, the guy strippers are a lot more tame than like the female strippers where they get laid down and dirty and stuff like that. So I don't know. I th- I think she should have just had fun. And people are like asking her to dance. Like, come on, Mirla, let's dance. She's like, no, I don't want to dance. And then Gil was like, man, if the ep- if the experts are right, she's the life of the party. She's the life of the party right now. And I'm like, Wah. guess not. Well, but then again, it's not her wave. It's not her ambiance. So it's fine. You know, may- hopefully, let's say if she was at a, like a wedding. I mean, no pun intended, but if she was at a, at a wedding. Or like a regular club party, she would probably, hopefully, move. Or, or like a lounge, you know. Um, but she's like, yeah, I just want to get past all this. Um, Mirla's like, yeah, I just want to get past all this. I just, I just want to sit down and get married, okay? I want to get married. And when she says that stuff, it's like, to me, she just screams wedding and not marriage. And it's... And she screams, it kind of sounds like she screams warm body and not husband. You know, all that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but um, it screams that all that she wants is to just get married, to just have it signed on the dotted line. Boom, I'm married. Okay, fuck. You know, I I did it. As opposed to like, oh no, um, I'm getting married. You know, this is going to be my husband for life. I think she just wants the title. But I don't know. And Zach says, uh, when do you think you're going to cry? And that's a very interesting question. Because he's because he didn't say, do you think you're going to cry? Or like, um, or even asking the question in itself. He says, when do you think you're going to cry? See, Zach's emotional. And everyone's everyone's like, cry. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I ain't crying. Gil's like, I ain't crying for shit. I'm not even he says I'm not I don't think I'm gonna cry the entire fucking uh season. And then Ryan says during the speech he's gonna cry one hundred percent. And I like that because the difference between Ryan and Zach, because like Zach doesn't seem Zach doesn't seem like he exudes masculinity. No offense, Zach. I don't either. But um Ryan looks like he is um a mixture of both. Ryan seems like a masculine man who has his sensitivity in check. Cuz remember, he's an oil and gas liaison but also likes to bake pies on the weekend. You know, so that, I, I I would believe that that is a lot of is a is a lot of good traits that a woman would want in their partner. Um, so now it is the day before the wedding. So the first couple to get married is, uh, Oh no, wait, hold on. Yeah. It's one day before the wedding. So Johnny and Bao again, Johnny, um, expresses that he wants a stage five clinger <laughs> to get that unconditional love just like a just like a woman wants a dog constant and comfort love someone who needs them and i don't know how good that is you know i don't know how good of a decision that is but um and bow's uh, deal breaker type of thing is like that he has a micro penis like he doesn't she doesn't want a micro penis which is funny 
because okay so she doesn't want a micro penis right okay that's fine you know what woman wants one but you have to remember her her uh her what she wanted in a partner her criteria was that she wanted asians and white guys okay this is what she wanted now let's be honest there is a stereotype with asians asian men having small penises so if you did not want a small penis attached to your man why did you put down that you only wanted to be hooked up with an asian or a white guy that's just me i'm going by stereotypes don't try to cancel me or use this clip as a thing to spread you know asian hate or something like that i'm going by stereotypes that's it so why would she do that why would she ask for asians um and white guys like i don't know and then she goes on to say i don't know how his family is if he doesn't have she she should have got what she should have got was a freaking she should have put down black guy because you know black guy ain't gonna have no micro penis you know and then again she says i don't know how his family is if he doesn't have a immigrant background um he won't understand my insecurity and adversity okay so again you chose to have a white husband <laughs> what does a white person know about an immigrant background and understand your insecurity and adversity from being poor you know again you should have got yourself a black guy <laughs> you know i don't get it so on one hand she doesn't want a micro penis but she wanted an asian guy and she wanted a white guy even though she wants a person she wants a husband who understands being poor because she grew up in a 50 year old dilapidated trailer and she wants her husband to understand her adversity and her struggles with being poor and then making it and, and then making it mm, both things sound like a black guy would have been perfect for you but i guess she was stuck in her own ways of just wanting to date within her race that she's foregoing the two things that would satisfy her out of other out of another race you know i just find that very interesting um but yeah so it's the wedding day all right and um johnny's wishing you know like yeah man i hope she loves her family i hope she's like super cool with me and then bow's like man please let him be nerdy let him be nerdy um and at first i thought she meant quirky but you'll soon find out that she doesn't mean that and then um and the she's bow's getting ready and the mom's like yeah why like why would she do this in in this way why why would she do this she's an attractive person blah 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 
And then the mom figures it out. She's like, oh, the reason why you would do this is because no one is a match for you. That's why you decided to do this. You're very picky. And yeah, Bao is very opinionated and a straight shooter. She's very blunt. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, this is why. Because nobody would be good for you. So you relinquish that duty to other people to find somebody for you because no one is good for you. Um, so now they're in their respective hotels getting ready. Um, Johnny gets a survival kit of, you know, a myriad of things from Bao and Bao gets a gift and it's home and away jerseys. And she is upset. She's like, oh my God, I got a sports jock. This is horrible. I don't want to be matched with someone who likes sports. She's like, I wanted, I wanted a nerd, not a bro. And then, like, she starts having, like, this pontification, like, looking into the <laughs> looking into the universe. And she's like, oh, my God, I wanted a brilliant mind, Nobel Prize. I want, I, she's like, I work with some of the best minds in cancer research. I didn't want someone. Um, yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah, I, I, I work with some of the best minds in cancer research. She's like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And she 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 feels that her wedding is ruined and everyone's the mom is like no 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 just just keep it going you're like you'll be fine you'll be fine and she's like uh and it's like i don't think she wanted somebody who was nerdy and, and a geek she just wanted a nerd like a like intelligence wise um and she was like this is a big red flag um but then they come you know she's very reluctant reluctant but she finally makes her way down the aisle and she she recognizes her husband and her husband recognizes her she's like oh my god they're both like oh my god oh my god like it's it's you and then um this is the part where the friends and the family say what they like about the person and uh what bow's friend says that she's special she's a new a unique woman she comes off strong critical at times very meticulous but she means well and if she is in a bad mood a little backstreet boys will put her in a good mood and um what friends say about johnny is that he's an ocean full of life he has depth and insight we challenge you to be open-minded with your views with him that's good and then when you and then finally you find out like how the hell do they know each other it's because they used to be student presidents in college like freaking like eons ago you know and the cool thing is she thinks he's hot and she's like yeah but, uh johnny is a sports nerd i mean sports bro whatever but like he's also intelligent so she's getting the best of both worlds and she and she thinks he's hot so i was very surprised at that i was like all right that's good and then freaking johnny had a reputation of of a playboy back then would have never pegged that so that's awesome go ahead johnny um yeah, so that's freaking awesome, and and that was like pretty much it. Um, yeah, it was one wedding, so I'm I'm about to get into the second episode, and I will definitely let you guys know what's going on. And but I feel like Johnny and Bao are gonna be the new Amelia and Bennett, and that's not to say that like they're super weird or something like that. It's just so much so that um, I feel that they are they are both super particular 
in their ways that these two are the only two people that would be good for each other in the entire world. <laughs> Just like Amelia and Bennett are. Because not to say that they are a like Amelia and Bennett are like two puzzle pieces that fit together. They're perfect for each other. But like Johnny and Bao, they're very particular in what they need. So I think they're the only two people that will fit those roles. Even though I don't think uh, Bao is a, a stage five clinger or something like that. But I think Bao would definitely fill, fill Johnny's uh, needs. Um, No, that... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Bao will fit Johnny's needs, yeah. Um, But yeah, so... I mean that's it. Uh, I mean, the, the, it seems like is we're getting off to a good start. But again, the other four weddings are happening in the in the future, so in the second episode. So we're gonna see how that is. But as of right now, uh, let's see what card we're on. We're gonna do the um. Well, I'm going to do the skin deeps the and self edition card game. Let's see what number we're on. We are on number. We are on card 41. Card number 41. All right. <clears throat> Let's see what this card is. So, card 41 is How am I most like my mother? And how does that scare me? Whoa. I think that question freaking scared me. <laughs> how am I most like my mother, and how does that scare me? Hmm. How am I most like my mother? Well, I'm most like my mother because, like, she has a freaking super uh caring heart, and sometimes that gets in the way of uh her judgment because she'll put. She'll always put other people's feelings and evaluations in front of hers, whether that's good or bad. And I guess that scares me and because I'm the same way. Like, it's so funny. Like, I don't even think twice about, like, getting, like, a gift for a couple friends of mine or something like that. Like, right now, like, uh, probably as soon as I get off this um podcast, I'm going to... um look into getting a gift for a friend of mine well two friends of mine they're both the same things uh, uh, like a, a picture picture a picture um a um like a family picture but like in puzzle form because both of their respective families like puzzles so i, I wanted to you know get like a family portrait and uh puzzleize it i guess that's the best term for it and um yeah and won't even think about it like i'm in dire straits like I, like again i say like i live in freaking i don't live in poverty i shouldn't say that there's people who definitely live in poverty but i'm poor all right but and i have no business getting these gifts for friends of mine but like then you know but like yo i love giving i like giving gifts it's fun and it make, and it makes me feel like proud and i feel like i'm doing something you know and um but to my betterment i know that i shouldn't because i have bills to pay and it's not like i'm expecting anything back they like they wouldn't do the, that thing for me and i and i don't expect that i don't want them to that's not that's not their role in my life 
I do this for them, you know, and it's fun. But that's the same thing with my mom. Like, my mom will, like, do these things. She'll be, like, dead tired or something like that. But she'll still give and give and give. And it's like, you need to pay attention to your health. You know, this isn't good. And she'll be like, ah, whatever. Like, let me just do this. And it's like, all right. You know, you can't stop her. You necessarily can't stop me. So that's kind of the thing. Um, We just need to stop doing that, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the way that I feel. I mean, like, it does scare me because, yeah, I do need to put me first in my life. And I just, I don't know, I just, I'm just wired differently. I just don't think of it in that, in those terms. You know, it's just really weird. But, yeah, I mean, I guess that quote-unquote scares me. But, yeah, I do need to start putting myself first. And that's what I'm trying to do. That, that's what I'm trying to do. So, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah. Anyway. Um, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.